0: Hey everyone, welcome to Up Level with Andrea. I'm a manifestation marketing coach and I help conscious community-focused business owners manifest multifaceted, thriving businesses that leave them with tons of freedom to live a full and passionate life. As a business coach, healer, and artist, my intention is to bring you a podcast that helps you uncover your limiting beliefs, gives you the confidence to pursue your big vision, and empowers you to run a business that leaves you feeling abundant, fully resourced and energized enough to create the life of your dreams. All of those big dreams that you have, they're available to you. I hope you love this episode and I cannot wait to see what you create for yourself. Hey everybody, welcome to the Up Level with Andrea podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Today we have an interview with Shay Richards. She is incredible. She's a life and love coach and we are talking all about magnetic and high self-worth dating. And I love this conversation. I say this in the episode, but even though dating and business can seem really, really different, they can be really, really closely linked in terms of the limiting beliefs and the mindset blocks that really, really have us feeling stuck and can hold us back. So even though they really seem different, you guys, if you're someone who's like, Andrea, why do you have a dating coach on here? Like, I don't understand. I listen to this for business advice. No. This is so good. This is a really great podcast episode to listen to. If you need a reminder, maybe not to, maybe to let some areas of your life be light and be fun. And let this just be a reminder that when you make the dedication to heal in one area of your life, every area of your life elevates and rises to meet that energy. So it's really, really special. And I want to let you know that this episode, you guys, is brought to you by my bundle, the Abundance Bundle. It is absolutely incredible. It's an EFT library designed to help you address and clear core mindset wounds that are keeping you blocked from receiving abundance. So originally, it was just going to be called the Money Bundle. It was just meant to be a series of really, really specific and really, really high impact EFTs to clear specific money beliefs, right? And it was beautiful. It was amazing. It was awesome. And then someone, me, uh, started getting all of this inspiration to like make this about so much more than money. Because what a lot of people don't realize when they go to address their financial situation they go to admit to themselves like oh maybe i do want a really abundant business maybe i do want to feel really abundantly resourced they don't realize just how many aspects of their lives can become really 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 beautiful and really really elevated by addressing these wounds around money like when i started asking myself questions like, why don't I feel like I deserve to be paid well for what I do? When I started addressing questions like that, I was able to stop dating guys who gave me the bare minimum because it also addressed that wound of, why don't I feel like I deserve to have my needs met by my partner? Why do I feel like I always have to be in this energetic overdraft both with my clients and with my romantic relationships right so when you start addressing the core wounds the core energetics that are going around you see that this is about so much more than money it's about so much more than love it really is about receiving on every level and the abundance bundle but when it came out it was the money bundle we remember this it was just like 10 videos all about money love that for you love that vibe uh but it was only 88 because that's what made sense to me and now it's like triple the size it's an entire library of eft videos that are designed for you to move intuitively through and you can just pick whichever one resonates most with you at any given time so it's really 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 special and this is the last week that it's going to be 88 i didn't raise the price right away as i added in the additional content, but now it's, now it's time for this to be a price that actually makes sense. You know what I mean? Like now, now does this make sense? Does this, is this clearing up for you? So this is the last week that it's going to be at this price and the price is going up to like the two or $300 a month mark. And if you're curious about some of the types of the videos that are in here, we're talking videos like EFT to double your income. EFT to let go and move into a more secure attachment style from an anxious attachment style. EFT to move into a more secure attachment style from an avoidant attachment style. EFT to prepare your nervous system to receive more money. And there's an EFT in there that really surprised me. I'd never created an EFT like this, that it seems like everyone's really loving. So I wanted to just sort of call this one out. There's an EFT in there all about releasing generational cycles of lack. So if you're someone who feels like, I don't even know how I would step into abundance. No one in my family has ever done that. It feels like, this feels like this is a a block that's so much bigger than me. This feels generational. This feels like a family thing. It very well might be. And the feedback that we've gotten on this one already, even though this has only been out for a couple of weeks, has been incredible. So if you wanna get into this EFT, Library. It's got EFT stuff in there. It's got a couple of workbooks. It's got, it's so good. It's so, so good, you guys. Then I would absolutely love to have you in it because I love you. And I just think that that would be so much fun. So yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Do Let's do that. Let's do that. DM me on Instagram or go through my Instagram. I'm on Instagram at uplevelwithandrea if you would like in on this because... Yeah, I'll just send you the link. I'll get you all set up. I don't have a sales page because this came up, came through so quickly. I will one day, but just not right now. And yeah, I'm so excited to get into this interview with Shay. And if you'd like into the Abundance Bundle, then let's do it. Just send me a DM or go through some of my
1: recent posts on Instagram. They're almost all about the Bundle. Okay, everybody. So we're here with Shay, and I'm so
0: excited. Shay, why don't you get started with introducing ourselves? Because I know I've already provided a demonic intro.
1: Last
0: <laughs> episode itself.
1: Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Um, my name is Shay. I am a life and love coach. So I'm gonna try to give you the short spiel of how i got here (laughs) i am originally from boston i was a high school teacher for seven years i taught french um and that in and of itself was kind of like probably the way a lot of people found themselves into their job out of college or their career path out of college um i didn't know what i wanted to major in in high school i knew i wanted to study abroad in paris i was undecided for so long i finally uh, decided on a business degree. I ended up taking one day of classes and then I just decided to switch my degree over to French because I was like, well, I want my study abroad credits to count. I don't think I'm destined for cubicle life. So no more business degree. Um, Yeah, one day business classes, changed everything over, Um, studied abroad in Paris graduated, taught English for a year in the south of France, Um, but my feeling was like, okay, my passion for French is strong enough that I think I can like be a good teacher in that degree, and I also thought because I wasn't such a good kid in high school that I could relate to those kids who were kind of struggling, who had family stuff going on, personal stuff going on, just like stuff going on outside of their school life, and I wanted to be I didn't wanna be like the, you know, I don't give a shit teacher. That wasn't, that wasn't what I was going for. I was going for the like, let's prioritize relationship building and you feeling safe and comfortable in this class because like French is not really an easy language. You know, like I wanted them to feel very safe and comfortable speaking it. So for me, like relationships were really important with my students and I had great, I had great kids. Um, so yeah, but it just never felt like what I was supposed to be doing. It felt very constricting I think um, there's like a certain identity that's associated with a teacher, and it just did not feel like me. Teaching for me kind of felt like Boston felt for me, like teaching is what I happened into Boston, or I grew up in the suburbs, and then I lived in the city for after college. Um, they just felt like life happened that way. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot recently, like you have your life, and then you have your chosen life your life is the one that kind of happens when you're going through the motions and your chosen life is the one that happens when you like wake up and you're like okay this is what i really want to do um and i think i've always been like that i think i've always been someone who like when i know i want there's something i want to do i do it um and i just decide the big stuff is easy for me the little day-to-day stuff like content batching (laughs) tricky but the big stuff the big stuff is easy so anyways yeah um i finally was at this place where um, everything on paper was perfect. I had I was going to be at a new school that was going to be like a great professional move for me. Um, better resources, better, better everything overall on paper. Um, I was getting into a re- or I just gotten into a relationship with this guy who I thought was the one. Um, I was doing a yoga teacher training. I was doing another training, like a professional training. I was like in this incredible place in my life, like literally could not have been better. Start the school year, end up having the worst crisis of my entire teaching career with a student. That was like a whole thing. And then this incident sort of bled into my relationship um, and affected the vibes in the relationship, everything. It was kind of like a, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best type of thing. Like we had, everything was fun and easy and light. Um, and I don't think we had ever really gone through a hard time until that point. We've gotten in like little tips, but nothing like strenuous to the relationship. Um, and I felt very unsupported by him. And he um, didn't, I don't know. I didn't feel good about the way he re- responded to me being in this really difficult time. So. Um, That was right before the pandemic, the month before the pandemic. He moved out the weekend that we went into lockdown in Boston and that same weekend, I decided to move to California. So um, I made the move to California. So that was March, 2020. I made the move June, 2020, packed all my shit in my car, sold all my stuff on Facebook Marketplace, scooted across the country. Um, I was really insistent about getting over here before the new school year started because I felt like I would end up trapping myself into another school year there Um, and yeah so that's how I got here which I know is kind of a lot but I feel like it kind of all feeds into like the whole everything we're going to be talking about in my whole like story but um, ultimately how I got into this was because my own uh, into coaching that is my own journey began with what I call diagnosing my dating patterns. So this was like seven years ago. Um, Identify myself and also like clients who I typically work with as the great on paper type of people, like got it all going on, you know, like sexy resume, like emotionally mature and, um, you know, spiritually woke, like has their shit together. Like they can handle themselves, you know, like they're pretty, they're pretty like well-adjusted people, you know? And it's just that um, for whatever reason, like they just, they're struggling in the love department, you know, and I think that that's like a huge thing that I think single people struggle with or people who identify again, as like a great on paper type of person when you struggle in relationships, it's hard to not internalize that as something about you and make it mean something about you. The thing I always say about that is it doesn't mean anything about you, but if you think that it does, then that's the work that you need to do. Um, because, yeah. so so yeah, so my own work started there. Um, I, during the pandemic, like a month in, I just did a brain dump one day of all of the things that I had done to work on myself in the last like seven years. It was kind of, it was just journaling one day and it turned into like, like an eight page, google doc of like um like a yeah yeah so that's where my so that's actually where the wheels started spinning for getting into coaching because i knew when i decided to move to california that i didn't want to teach anymore so i started thinking like what can i do instead and i was i was being cautious and i was still gonna maybe apply for my licensure here i was looking into jobs I didn't want to do it. I almost was doing it because people were like, "What are you gonna do when you move out there? Are you nervous about finding a job?" And I was like, "No, I'm not." But then I think it like got into my head, and I was just, yeah. So, so um, that's the the long story, I guess, of how I got here. Um, and yeah, I think that that mostly covers it. So yeah, I I that's my focus. That's what I'm all about. I'm about like like what is your version of packing your life into your car, moving across the country, um, starting a new life? Like it doesn't have to be that extreme, but if there is an area of your life where you feel like it's not totally aligned with who you are or the direction that you see your life going, like what do you need to get there? Like I want to be the person person who pushes you off the cliff, but I also want to be the parachute to help you glide your way down. So yeah, I think that that really covers it.
0: <laughs> so excited. You're amazing. Like I've followed you on Instagram for a long time and I've heard you tell your story before and I've like gotten it in like bits and pieces and like mm-hmm. seen a few slides of a carousel and like sort of, you know, taken it in that way. But I've never heard it like all laid out like that. I also have a wild pandemic move story mm-hmm. that I'm going to have to tell you sometime.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just,
0: Twin it up; it's gonna be incredible. Um, <laughs> we have almost the same haircut, so great start.
1: I just um, noticed that literally the second that you said it. That's so funny.
0: That's so really a um, moment
1: before you said it out loud.
0: We're two twins in a pod. Two PR. Yes, I love this so much, especially because something that I am obsessed with talking to people about is just like how can we bring magnetism into every single facet. Of your life, right? Like when I work with clients, I was telling you a little bit about this before we recorded. But when I work with clients, like shit happens in every area of their life. Like, I my expertise is business, but learning how to take up space, learning how to trust yourself, connecting to like real authentic inner confidence, learning to manifest, understanding that good things can happen to you, like as you begin to integrate those lessons every single part of your life really grows and you're somebody who i find you really embody that well you're like a really magnetic person in a really authentic way and i think that that's
1: really cool so I'm oh my so gosh that is like the best compliment i ever got. <laughs> thank you so much for saying that
0: i mean it all you're just wonderful thank um you. and i've been like aggressively responding to your stories for months. just like just being like unhinged unhinged <laughs> three times a month just like 90 reacts to your stories you're like this chick um no i love it i love the love i always love the love keep it coming baby well it's gonna get worse after this it's gonna get worse after this and because now we're official unhinged friends. For yourself. You manifested this for yourself. It's unhinged text for me. I'm so excited that I get to pick your brain because I think I've been like sort of teasing it. I haven't like hard launched this information, but I'm single. Mm-hmm. My relationship ended at the beginning of February. I like moved to my new place and my relationship was over in the same week. So I'm just out of a year and a half long relationship and i'm thriving i love being single like i it's just like my favorite my absolute favorite thing and i'm so excited i am borderline terrorizing the city of ottawa with my bumble profile like it is just i don't even know what to say i don't even know what to say like it's just so much fun I love it. What is your best tip for somebody who's starting dating, like who's like getting into dating? They're feeling a little bit unsure. Like I think that something I'm struggling with that might give us a little bit of direction is like I'm great in relationships, but I don't exact like I would be open to a relationship if one sort of fell into my lap with someone that I was a great fit with, and they were like, yeah, this is great. Um, but I have really no attachment to any outcome. It's like, if I want something casual or mostly physical with somebody that also sounds great. Like it's sort of all, it all sounds great. I have so much freedom right now. It's just incredible. I love it. Um, but I like in my head, I'm like, I've been wondering since I've known that this episode was coming up and I'm trying to think of juicy questions for you, Shay, Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, What do you think like setting an intention for what you're looking for is really important or do you think it's okay to have like your options open? Like I'm sort of open to whatever happens. Like what's your mindset around that?
1: So, okay. Well in terms of both like actively dating and like the type of person that you're looking for, I'll go in two different directions with that. If that's okay. So Okay. I'm going to give you just like a little bit of background context too, before I dive into the like intention, intention. Well, okay. So conscious dating for me is all about intentionality. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like choosing to date or not date, like conscious dating as a single person might also look like a dating detox. So, um, or it might look like if you've been out of the game for a while and you're just kind of like dating for fun, then it might just look like, going on dates as like I don't want to say practice as if you are like using the people that you're going on dates with but just like you said like releasing attachment to the outcome and like having it just be about the experience. And that holistically is also what I want to share with the world and the approach that I have um working with clients is like how can we make your dating experience better for you and so that you feel like you are in control of it and that you know what the hell's going on here. So um I would say, in terms of intention, it's just like, um, I think a lot of it is about being available to date, right? So like, kind of like you said, um, just like energetically available to date, right? Yeah. Uh, And then, so that might look like you actively dating on dating apps, or it might just be you... um, this is like a a suggestion that I have for anyone who doesn't want to do dating apps, but wants to like meet people in the wild, Mm -hmm. Um, start going to events and stuff that you would like to share an interest with a partner with, I don't know if that was a coherent sentence, but like say you're really into a certain type of dance, like take it, just take a couple dance classes for fun, like enroll, or, and then at the end of the day, even if you don't meet anyone, it's for you, right? Like it's something that you're doing for yourself. I can't think of anything like clever off the top of my head. Just go on Eventbrite, you can go on Groupon, you can go on Facebook groups, meetup groups, you can find any sort of anything that's a social environment where you think your person might be. (laughs) And that is, again, you just kind of making yourself available to other opportunities where where love could manifest in the wild. Um, And then Okay, I went on like a tiny bit of a rabbit hole, demonic, to mm-hmm. use your word, demonic rabbit hole spiral, which is kind of it's classic. Of
0: it happens when you come on the podcast,
1: you know, yeah. demonic energy seeps in. It must, but I'm like this mm-hmm. off a of podcast as well. I'm sure. clean of the rabbit hole. <laughs> All of the details always feel so important. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, when I was back in Boston, so I was ready for love ready for a husband, ready for babies. Yes. And, um, I was treating dating like a numbers game and that's, I don't know, that's not to say that I was going on dates with like terrible people, but it's just to say that I was, there was no, I didn't have the tools to gauge like what, if this person was going to be an aligned match or like what, what to even factor or consider into like what is an aligned match for me for long-term compatibility beyond vibes and chemistry because that's really what everybody goes off of in the beginning right and why wouldn't we that's we're not taught otherwise like for all we know is it's just all about the attraction and the way you feel with this person and the connection and like all of this stuff right so like why would we know otherwise so um serial dated hard um through my 20s really and was in some long-term relationships but my way of coping was also getting back on dating apps and being like i don't need a man (laughs) i'm just gonna get back out on the dating scene so i would do that so i was you know talking about energetic availability i was always energetically available to meet the love of my life Like, even when I wasn't dating, if I got bored or if there was just some like a busy, burnt out, busy Mm board, then I would take a little break. But I was still available. I was still wanting it desperately. Um, And I think, in hindsight, way more desperately than I ever realized. Because when I came to California, I think I went on like one or two dates and it was mostly like a lot of it was because I didn't know anybody here too. (laughs) Um, So it was a good way to meet people, but I went on, yeah, I went on maybe two or three dates. And then I heard on a podcast, this woman talking about um, how she did a dating detox and it occurred to me like, oh my God, I've been doing this work on myself for like, at this point it was like five, six years. And I was like, I've always been actively applying my knowledge in the fields. I've never taken a break, like never taken like a real hard break. So I did a detox for like three months and it was like the best thing I ever did because it was, I've been, I feel it's, it's like, if you ever try to tell yourself, like, I'm not going to go on my phone for the day. And then you go to your, go for your phone. You're like, oh shit, I said I wasn't going to go on my phone today. Like, that's how I felt about dating as I felt this like pull to like. Flirt <laughs> and go on dates. It's um, really such a catch, you know, like it's really challenging. It's really challenging hard for us. Also, I just have like a little social butterfly, Gemini personality, which makes me very social, but also makes me a wild flirt. Um, so oh. it, even I'm like that, even with women. I don't. I don't date women. Yeah,
0: not, not I've got like, a Gemini, I day, thing, and I can totally relate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just like to lift people up, make people feel good, let people feel seen, like just compliment. I can see that in you a lot that you just like really lay it on thick with people that you're a lover. I love it. Yes, I do too. I do too. I can't help myself. It's like, I was, I actually said this on my stories one time. I was like, I, I am just a vessel for compliments to pour out of my body. I don't even, I can't even control it. Sometimes it just.
0: Yeah, my biggest problem on dates is guys will think I like them so much.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you're like,
0: no, I just like, I'm a really great listener. Like I'm a really engaging, I'm a really engaged listener when someone's talking. And I'm like, that's so cool. That's so great. Good for you. I hope your work was fun today. Like, and they're just like, what is this? Like the amount of times I'll, I'll leave a first date being like, this guy thinks I'm in love with him. Mm. This this guy like fully thinks I'm in love with him. And it is, it's a difficult, uh, it's a difficult thing to navigate from that point onward. (laughs)
1: Yeah. You have what I call golden retriever energy. That's exactly, I
0: always joke that my, that's so funny that you said that because on my hinge prompt, Um, there's like a prompt that's like I'm a mix of and underneath it's I put a hot air balloon and a golden retriever
1: yeah I said it. I say that about myself I have big golden retriever energy (laughs) so amazing you know it really is it's hard being everybody's favorite cute animal that wasn't yeah didn't come out right but you know what I mean They're very, they're very lovable. They're very friendly and they're always happy to see you. So, (laughs) um, so yeah, I know I always, for me, the thing I always say is, I don't know if that was a good date or if I was just able to chat my way through the whole conversation. (laughs) Yeah, So that's kind of what I struggle with sometimes is I'm like too, I wouldn't say, I think it's a good thing. Right. But sometimes I'm like, I have to be really conscious of, of like, the flow of conversation I'm not getting too excited that I'm not talking about myself too much because I can just go and go clearly clearly everybody listening right now is probably like as Andrea said more than five words <laughs> um, thank
0: God for the break <laughs> That's, the, <laughs> that's the
1: <bar. laughs> um but yeah so I'll say how about I'll say that for now in terms of con- like being conscious about your dating experience that's the intent that's like the intention there is being intentional about why you're dating. Um, is it to fill a void? Or is it because like, and even if like I fully support hoe phases. if you want to date for a hoe phase, like that's that's part of conscious dating too. Anything if you are single and you are available for love, whether you're actively dating or not, but you want to find love one day, whatever you're doing or not doing is all part of conscious dating. It's or It's part of conscious dating when you are conscious about the choices that you are making in relation to your love life. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so.
0: I think so. I think that for me, I feel so lucky that I personally find dating to be so fun. Like, Mm -hmm. Like I'm the only one out of all of my friends. My friends are like, this is the worst. I hate this. Like this is not fun for me they're not they don't enjoy meeting new people like they enjoy meeting new people but they don't always feel energetically available mm-hmm. for it you know what i mean i'm sure you know exactly what i mean but i do this yeah is I do. this is I your do. Cool job um but i feel i always feel like when something feels really genuinely fun and it's like it's so I always know that even if I'm not entirely sure what my intentions are, like I'm not crystal clear on what I want my dating life to look like, like I could happily have myself a little fling, I could happily fall in love and meet my person and have my fairy tale wedding whatever, all of that. I could also just happily be single in my new apartment and live my absolute best. Like I I feel very like whatever happens happens and that could just be having a sagittarius moon um but like it's very it's very like free and fun and even though i don't really care like i'm not clear exactly on what like my strategy is like exactly what my long-term plan is i think that in whatever area of your life that you're really paying attention on if you're not sure what you what what you want but it feels really authentically fun for you like that's such a great thing when my clients feel like making Instagram posts for their business is fun that's when the clients come like when I feel like oh I I love going to the gym I'm having such a great time like I'm really in a vibe that's really really great like I don't need to like micromanage calories and like have the perfect lifting strategy or whatever it just seems to really all come together super well and if you're having fun then I think that that's exactly it you know
1: yes yeah that's like actually that's like the first line of my my insta profile So make dating fun again yeah <laughs> because that's ultimately ultimately what I want to help people do is take the like like basically Andrea like the way you just described your approach to dating right now and how you feel about it, like that's what I wanna offer people. That is that, and that's kind of how, where I am right now too, because it's it's funny cause I don't know if any, I haven't shared this on the pod yet, I'm not in a relationship right now. Um, and I don't know if anybody, I did a post about this one day because there was somebody who had asked me, um, he was like a friend of a friend I met at a party and he was like, it was a really genuine question he asked if I was in, it's it's going to sound douchey, but it was a very genuine question. I was not butthurt by it. And I also <laughs> anticipated a question like this coming at some point. So I was kind of ready. So um, he asked me if I was in a relationship. I said no. And he was like, so how are you a dating coach? <laughs> and for me, it's it basically what it boils down to is it's not who you're dating. It's how you're dating. It's it, yeah. and it's how you feel about dating. It's how you... And, and also not even just the dating experience but like how do you feel about what is available to you you know what i mean like how you were saying earlier like good things can happen to you like a lot of people right now we are just a bundle of all of our past experiences right and it's really hard to conceptualize perfect partner ideal partner right um they no one's perfect but like in terms of being a perfect match for you, like, it's hard to believe that that's available. And here's a perfect example. So I did my dating detox that I talked about. And then I ended up just at a party, met this guy who was the nicest, kindest, um, most attentive, thoughtful, considerate, caring guy I have ever dated ever in my life. And I, my pattern in the past wasn't shitty, toxic men. It was just men who were like, I think I can say this to your audience and they won't think I'm a douche, but, um, I was kind of dating down. Yeah. Dating, like not people on my level. And I don't mean, I mean, it's hard to, I think that that's different for everybody, right? Like it's, it, it's so
0: much more than a paycheck. It's like, are you your future? Do you have hobbies? Do you have a big friend
1: group? Like what? Is this a match in, like, realistically? Right, 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 right. Yeah, like, just holistic alignment.
0: I think that what's so special about the work that you do is, like, yeah, you love helping people rewrite their dating story. And it seems like, really, like, reclaim an authentic sense of joy Mm
1: -hmm. in
0: their dating experience, which is just so great you know like that's so so great i love it so much i feel like your clients must like just kill it in every area of their life when they work with you honestly
1: thank you well thank you for saying that and yes like that's i don't remember if i said this to you before we started or after we started recording as well but i had i was just branding myself or within the niche of like conscious dating mentor Mm -hmm. because i have such a a fondness for the single ladies. I just want to help you all thrive out there in the dating scene. (laughs) But, um, but I also believe that like, there's so much that you understand about yourself through the lens of dating and relationships. And there's so much that I offer my clients that like, in terms of Like mindfulness practice, like the way that I support them and the way that I like holistically and the way that I guide them through our sessions with embodiment practices, with um, meditation, with breath work, with all the different types of tools that I use within my coaching. um, And the holistic view I have of dating, where it's like, how secure do you feel being single? Like, how happy are you with your own life? Yeah. Like, like you don't want to drag that bad juju, that stank energy into the dating scene. Like my whole feeling is the more you pour into yourself, the more that attuned you are to yourself, the more connected you are to yourself, the more you feel like you have created a 10 out of 10 life for yourself. The less you are reliant on somebody else to do that for you, or you're putting your, your life or yourself on hold until this you know, knight in shining armor enters your life. But I just feel like you're continually meeting your own peak And when you're continually meeting your own peak, how are you going to meet somebody who's like not at your level? You know, like you're going to be so much more conscious of of meeting somebody and being like, oh, we're not quite a fit, right? And you're going to be so much more inclined to raise your standards and hold yourself to a higher standard when you have created this incredible, beautiful life for yourself. And I think that that can kind of go one of two ways. Sometimes it can turn into like, ultra independence and I'm okay. I don't need a man. I'm good by myself. But I think, you know, working with me, especially if what you want is love and what we're going to focus on is your life and then also improving your dating experience and how they kind of like intermingle.
0: Yeah. I totally know what you mean. Like, I really feel like when i'm feeling good about my business when i'm feeling good about my like my dating life i just feel like it's such like when i'm getting good results in my business or in my dating life it's never just the one area that's getting the good results i guess that's what i'm trying to say like it is such a powerful experience to put yourself first in that way it is such a powerful experience to, for me, reclaiming my timeline was a really powerful experience for myself because like I, my entire life, right? Like I think a lot of women experience this um, was very much the experience of like, oh, you want to get married and like have kids before you're 30. And like, I don't, I'm not really a hundred percent sure if I want to have kids. That was something I only really even entertained slash explored though, when I allowed myself to question that timeline. And I think that it feels very high stakes to do that in dating. It feels like, you, well, if if finding a husband is my number one priority through my entire twenties, through my entire thirties, like what if it slips away? Like what if this is my chance and it slips away What if I don't date this person, even though I think I could maybe do better? What if I don't date this person and I lose my chance?
1: Well, first, I just want to tell you too like, I think that whole experience that you described of like reclaiming your timeline, um, that I think is like so beautifully said and articulated. And I think that that's a huge problem that women have is this feeling like we're behind, or the feeling like, again, like if we haven't figured it out by now that there's something wrong with us. And for me, what it boils down to in the dating scene is like, like if anyone's listening and they're like, well, how do I make my dating experience and how and how is Shay gonna help me make my dating experience better? Like what I'm gonna help you do is feel more um like you can show up as your full self. Like and I think Andrea, like based off of this conversation, I can tell that you are someone you like it sounds like you have such a good time because you just show up as your real ass self. And I think so many people get in their head of like, like, is this too much, is this not enough? Like, are they, they're more worried about this person liking them than they are about liking that person. And like, there's so much like fear and doubt and questioning and like the, am I doing it right? Yeah. And what I wanna help everybody do, you listening on the podcast right now, what I wanna help you do is feel like you know what the fuck you're doing and not doubt and not question yourself. And that's really what it boils down to. And it's like, I, I'm i not gonna go so far as to promise somebody by the end of three months, you're gonna have a partner. But what I'm good, but and that's also one, because I think ethically, I cannot do that, right? But two, that's not what I'm about, right? Like that what I'm about is giving you the tools to feel confident in the dating scene, to just like roll up to a date with bitchin' date swag. Oh my God, I've used the word bitchin' since like 2005. Um, But let's bring it back, let's bring it back. Um, Just feeling like you can own it when you're on a date. And this doesn't necessarily mean like in your face flirting, it doesn't mean like tits out, (laughs) uh, legs out, ass out, unless that's what, it, it means whatever you want it to mean. Like that's what I want to help you, like what is your secret sauce? Like, what is going to help you feel like you can just just throw that secret sauce all over the dating scene? Like, that's what I want to help you do. Um, And I think when you can do that, and that is the energy that you're bringing into the dating scene, whether you're actively dating or not. Like, so say you're actively on Hinge, on Bumble, going on dates regularly, or you're just like energetically available for it. Like I'm sure you probably talk on your podcast and, and to your people about like, to some degree, like, you know, vibration, your vibe, your, and like that being literally like your energetic vibration and like the vibes that you are emitting from your, from your, yourself. I'm not very, I'm, I'm actually really getting into manifestation and like law of attraction and all that stuff. It's like newer for me and I'm really buying into it a lot more. I'm sure you could probably articulate this a lot better than I can right now, but but I think all of what manifestation is and law of attraction is is something that I have believed before I knew it was a thing. If yeah. that makes sense. You seem so, to
0: understand the energetics really clearly. That's I do. Too.
1: Yeah, uh, I think I do. think I do. I think I do. Talk before I knew. What,
0: just when are talking about anything, it seems like you just really have a solid grasp, and that's always really cool. Sorry, continue.
1: Yeah. No, that's okay. That's okay. I'm glad that uh, that I got. Some, uh, a gold star for my <laughs> for em- at least embodying what um manifestation and uh, law of attraction is, but yeah definitely like working on the more applied practice of it mm-hmm. um so yeah so that's that's what i'm all about and like this is what I, like this is what I can promise you is like if i can't promise you a partner, how does more success in your love life than you've ever had before sound like how does feeling like you know what the fuck you're doing out there sound? How does feeling like you can show up as your the fullest, most authentic expression of yourself without worrying and doubting if it's good enough or if it's too much or if someone's going to think you're weird, like how does it sound to just like throw all that in the trash and just know that? And also tools for like working through those patterns, working through, um, The things that have come up in your past, like deconditioning from those, healing from that, um, working through all of that, um, that stuff, it doesn't just disappear, right? Like I'm sure you talk about your, about this with your clients too. Like the things that you struggle with, we're all going to be a work in progress, right? Like I still struggle in the dating scene. I still doubt myself. Like there's this guy I had a wicked crush on, still have a crush on him. He's a friend of mine. We like hooked up this was like six months ago and then he like didn't text me afterwards and I was in this like rejection spiral and I was like in the mindset of it's okay everything's okay I'm good I'm good I'm good but the feeling of rejection is still visceral you still feel that in your body you know so even if you can mindset your way out of it yeah the, the physiological response is still strong so sorry go ahead
0: Right. I always I use the phrase like you can't gaslight yourself out of this like you mm-hmm. can't like if you're spiraling if you're experiencing rejection my clients will experience that like in a launch right they're mm-hmm. like they're putting themselves out there they're like oh my gosh I'm li- this is like literally my life's work in a coaching program I'm so excited and we were saying like this isn't it for me and it's mm-hmm. nothing about you right mm-hmm. it's not about you it's nothing about what you're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is still really painful. It and is. Yeah. I always yeah. my clients, I'm like, it does you no favors to pretend that this didn't happen. Like mm-hmm. you're you're not holding yourself back by acknowledging this. Like you can't gaslight yourself out of like a lot of people use the phrase spiritually bypass. Like you can't yeah. just like positive think yourself right out of this. Like this is an opportunity yeah. to like go deeper so that you can heal and clear this as opposed yeah. to
1: exactly exactly and
0: I mean, nothing's wrong
1: yeah so like fun fact too about rejection so rejection the reason that it hurts so badly and like feels like it so it lights up the same parts in your brain as physical pain does yeah. and the reason that like um evolutionary psychologists believe it's because like back in the day when we were cavemen if we were rejected from our tribe then it meant we would die yeah Right. And that we would have no food, no shelter, no nothing, um, no protection. So that has this like evolutionary blueprint in our brains and in our in our soma and our bodies of like if I am rejected by someone, whether it's in a launch, whether it's on a date, whether it's with someone I don't even really like. your body body and your brain internalize that as I could die. So I, when I learned that I was that actually, I found it to be kind of like a comforting factoid because it makes, then it makes sense why it's like, okay, I can't mindset my way out of this because my body is experiencing this almost as like physical pain, you know? So anyways, another little rabbit hole moment for you guys before we close out this podcast. Um, but I think that that's probably everything that I wanted to say. Um, So if you would like to work with me specifically around dating, I have a three month private coaching container one-to-one It's called date, like a bad bitch. And it is, um, I've been thinking about this a lot recently where it's like date, like a bad bitch could sound like I'm just going to be sending you on like 500 dates in 90 days. And that's not the vibe. The vibe is what is like kind of, it's funny like strategy like what is a strategy that we need to put in place for you like what's a plan that we should put in place for you to feel like you can enter the dating scene in a way that feels aligned to you like like some people if you're a serial dater like i was and you realize that maybe you're like filling a void with it maybe you're not being the most intentional about it maybe you start those three months off with a detox and you just kind of like energetically like clear yourself out and and root into your own security which for me i like credit The level of security I'm at right now, I credit it all to my dating detox.